Give me a coach guard saying that you will hear for the rest of your life. I try to tell you guys, this league's a bitch. He says it every <laughs> after every game. Shut, shut up, up and sit down. down. Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Cobblestone Creek, the University of Wisconsin Platteville, Mill Home Supper Club, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Rolltech, and by Miller Lite. What's up, Wisconsin? From the Inside Wisconsin Studios, my name is Trevor Thomas. That is John Anderson out at the Connecticut field office of Inside Wisconsin. What's up, J.A.? So I'm in Connecticut, but I'm here and and I'm 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 wearing this shirt today in honor of the one year anniversary of the show. Okay. And it is not not because I have a huge affinity for Stevens Point, but I can come and I can be on this program and we can talk and I don't have to explain this shirt to anybody. <laughs> Whereas if I wear this to the shop, they're like, what the hell is spash? And then I go, well, Stevens Point area, senior high, there it is. So that's why I'm like, there, this is, this says to me inside Wisconsin that I can put this on and people are like, oh, Spash, cool. He's down with that. And we can move on. <laughs> the only other place I, I can go maybe is the Montreal Canadiens locker room and see Cole Caulfield and he might get that. He'll but get it. from Connecticut, they're just like, who are you? <laughs> but I'm not Bless here. So, so I wear this today with purpose with a nod to everyone on inside Wisconsin, all our viewers who just say, all right, Anderson, he's Wisconsinite. He can be kind of dopey, but we all can, but at least I don't have to explain my shirt. It is part of who we are. Dopiness and statriotism all go together. Is that the, is that the shirt that you're like, how the hell do you have that? Was this the one that you were going to wear where I was like a spash track and field? No, no it gets even better than this. But I tell you what, when I got, when I've had this one and I went on and I, I found another one. For the Florida Gators, I was just at the SEC Championships, and the Florida Gators distance coach is the great runner Chris Solinsky, who ran at Spash and was the first non-African to run under 28 minutes in the 10,000. So he was an unbelievable record. Uh, Ran too much, kind of ran himself in the ground, but was one of the all-time great runners, not just in Spash, but in, in United States history. And their jumps coach guy named Nick Peterson is from Nebraska. And so they kind of go back and forth all the time. So I bought Peterson a spash shirt that says National Honor Society because, A, he'll never be in the National Honor Society. But, two, so that he could, you know, just walk into a meeting and maybe Solinsky's going to go, where the hell did you get that? I'm waiting to hear where that comes right now. Um, and hopefully we'll have – like Chris would be a great guest on this show. And if we just did Stevens Point people, he'd be fantastic between Chris or uh, uh, Susie Favor Hamilton or, or Cole – uh, you know, there's just all mm-hmm. kinds of folks down there, but we're not about, we're not about spash today proper. We're about what it means. We're about, we're back to being all about the Badgers and even we're going to be, this is how welcoming we can be. We're even going to be nice to a Minnesota guy, which is work under normal circumstances. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad Davison, super senior at Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badger that's been with us since like, uh, it feels like forever, but it's for yeah. sure. 2017. And here he is, Badger Super Senior. We're going with that, Brad Davison. Badger Basketball. What's up, Brad? Thanks for being here on Inside Wisconsin. 
Appreciate you guys having me on. Excited to be on. Yeah, Super Senior. Okay, so a lot of times I knew Super Seniors, and that was because the dudes, they kept, you know, they had to leave school because their grades weren't great. Then they'd come back, and they'd been there forever, man. Like, uh, when did you show up on campus? Because I feel like it was when Barry Alvarez, the same year Barry arrived to coach. (laughs) (laughs) So I graduated from high school in 2017. That was my uh, graduation class. So it would be the summer – Summer of 2017, so only five years. A lot of people stay in college for five years. I know everyone says I've been here for nine or ten, but it hasn't been quite that long. And, but you're, you've are you been able to play that long, right? Usually you don't get that, so that's a unique situation that yeah. you have there. True that. Absolutely. I see that. I see myself as very fortunate and kind of as a gift. You know, my goal and my dream growing up was to play college basketball at the highest level, and I feel very fortunate to not only have been able to play for four years of eligibility, but also probably one of the very few select people that have been able to play for five years of eligibility. So I feel very fortunate in that sense. Did you do senior day twice? I was trying to find that and couldn't find it. Did you have to do that twice? Yes, but the COVID senior day was about as plain. And basically we walked out, took a picture with coach guard, waved to a few cardboard cutouts, and then we played <laughs> wow. a scrimmage against Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so this year's senior day was a totally different ball game for you. And, and I love Brad that you wear your emotions on your little elbow pad, man. I mean, it's all out there for you. Talk to us about how much senior day, the way it was supposed to go meant to you here at the end of the season. You know, it was, it was super special. Um, I always say the wins and losses, the Big Ten titles are great. Um, but I'm really, well, what I really am going to remember and cherish are the relationships and the people that I was able, you know, to experience these memories with. Um, so my coaching staff, my teammates, Badger Nation, but also, um, man, just to have my fiance there on the court, have my parents on the court. Um, everyone kind of sees the final product on the basketball court in those 40 minutes, but there's a lot of sacrifice and time and care that goes into it to give me that opportunity so kind of just all those emotions bundled up into that one into that last game definitely is an emotional night but it was so special just to have the people that I love and care about there with me um and you know to play in the Cole Center one last time I just want you to know as the guy making fun of you for being that I got through college in four and a half and two summers so <laughs> I didn't exactly fast track it either <laughs> when it comes through. You talk about the guys in that relationship. Uh, the team of the track team I was on at Missouri, we used to joke. I mean, we had an official chicken and the biscuit was our official snack cracker. We'd pile 25 guys in a room and watch Young and the Restless in a 50 Scott motel in Nebraska. <laughs> like what kind of what kind of stuff like that? Give me an example of, of sort of that kind of bonding thing that you guys do that's not the 40 minutes that I get to see on ESPN um, when you're playing the game. Yeah, you know, I think my favorite memory of, you know, this year is actually we played blackjack on road trips. So we have a group of four, myself, Johnny Davis, Stephen Crowell, and Chris Boat, CV. We, we get in some heated blackjack matches on all road trips, all plane rides, in the hotel. It's how we kill downtime. Um, and I, we have so much fun. It gets a little heated. We probably take a little bit more risk than we would at a casino to say. Um, but it's super, super fun. And so that is a good example. But also, we, we always try to do team dinners on off days. And, um, you know, we get the team card. You get to go have a nice, expensive meal. We always take advantage of those when we get the opportunity. So, Obviously, on the court, in the weight room, those are great for relationships, to strengthen relationships. But 
um, you know, those relationships are developed and started off the court in the summer, in the fall, and then, as we like to say, playing blackjack. <laughs> First off, how, how heated can it be? Like, you know, it's 21. The thing's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty simple, but we also get a little personal with it. So if the okay. whoever's the dealer, it, it, it's always their fault. It's always their cheating. It's always they try to do it. And then it breaks into an argument, which obviously – they didn't cheat. No one's counting cards, but you just got to make it seem like everyone's against you. <laughs> Nobody's dealing off the bottom. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep okay, your eye And the rest of our teammates watch to make sure no one's cheating. Hmm, but of, nice. the, of the group you have there, which one do I want to go to Vegas with? Well, it depends. Do you want to make money or do you want to be entertained? <laughs> I want, no, it's a cash transaction. I, I'm strictly in it for the dough. Okay, you probably want to go with me or CV because we are strictly mm-hmm. we go by the book usually. Um, if you want to be entertained, Johnny's a little bit more of a risk taker. <laughs> but eights and aces, we're splitting. We're good. Then I'm with you. Yeah, we're splitting. We're by the book. We're hitting sure. on twelve. We're staying on fifteen. Let the dealer bust. Brad, I watched the YouTube spot, the Big Ten spot that they did about what makes Brad Davison tick. What was it like doing that? That was a great deal. <laughs> It was super fun. Um, you know, the Big Ten journey is something that I spent a lot of time watching growing up. Being from Minnesota, I became a big fan of the Big Ten, and I was always watching Big Ten Network. So I really always enjoyed watching the journey because you, you obviously you get to watch the players play um, inside the lines. You get to know them as a basketball player, but to have the opportunity to get to know these athletes as the person, too, is always such a cool opportunity. So to have them there – you know, interviewing my parents and my fiance, being on the boat, fishing with them, just trying to get a little glimpse inside of uh, my life outside of the basketball court was a really special opportunity. Uh, Dave Repson and Mike Hall are good buddies of mine. So if you want to switch, we can get Trevor and I out of here and we can bring those guys in if you prefer Big Ten That's not right. No, no. Okay. I'm content. I, I, I like I like this crew too. This is a big okay. time. <laughs> nice. I, can get, I can get Mike like that. Believe me, I'm, I've all but babysit that guy's kid. Hell, I'm old enough. I babysat Mike. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned you're from Minnesota. Tell me about the recruiting process that brought you to Madison. Um, so, Coach Guard was actually the first coach I ever talked to in the recruiting process when I was in eighth grade here on a team camp. And then Coach Krabinoff, who's our head assistant, he was the first coach who ever offered me a scholarship. Um, at South Dakota State when I was in eighth grade. So when Coach Crab came over my junior year of high school and those two coaches, um, you know, joined forces, and it kind of, the stars kind of aligned for me here at the University of Wisconsin. What's so romantic about the Big Ten? I mean, I like it, and it's great. I just wondered, what, what, what is it about that conference? I think with me growing up in the Midwest, that was the league that I watched all the time. So, you know, I watched Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan yeah. State, Ohio State. Those were the the teams that I watched on TV all the time. So therefore those were kind of the programs and the conference that I really enjoyed watching. And then as I got older, I want to become a coach someday. And I love the, I love the brand of the big 10. I love the physicality. I love the style of play. I love the diversity of the way the teams play and the programs and the coaches. So I've become a big 10 guy as I got older as well. You're totally a big 10 guy. First off, you're too smart to coach. So I think you should aim higher. (laughs) Um, you sound like Coach Guard. <laughs> the other part is the Williams Arena thing that you got to step up to get on the floor. Like that's crazy. Thank God you didn't go there. That that place is. I'll be. That place is messed up. It's like it's like in Vandy, right, where the beds the 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 benches are at the end of the court. 
Williams Arena is the same way. If I got to stand up to climb stairs to get on the court, I, I, I don't have any part with that. Stay at the Cole Center. You made you made yeah, the right I, choice. <laughs> right, but we always joke that I'd probably be I'd probably be hurt by now because of the times that I've dove off the floor trying to save a ball or taking a charge and slid off the court because I would have fell off the elevated <laughs> surface. So probably a good good health 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 decision to go to Wisconsin too. Yeah, so that's where the shoulder issues came from. Now we fully understand that freshman year, right? <laughs> Diving all over the place in Minnesota. Uh, you there talked you a little bit about it earlier. Did you get a scholarship offered to you in eighth grade? Yes, from South Dakota State University. Coach Crab and Coach Nagy. Well, I don't know what you were doing in eighth grade, John, but I certainly wasn't getting offered any free rides anyplace. <sighs> Listen, my goodness. Uh, until I was 21, the greatest invention ever in college is the lanyard. If I'd have had that when I was in college, that would have saved me so much trouble as often as I couldn't find my keys and everything else. That, that's where I was. And that was when I was 21. So I can't even imagine that. At, at eighth grade, I was worried I was going to get into the high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Brad, before we go to break, one more. As you talked about growing up watching the Big Ten and so on, you mentioned in an interview that Wisconsin was the premier program. So take us back to Brad Davison growing up. What was it about Wisconsin that stuck out for you? I think the thing that sticks out is you got. I was in high school from 2013 to 2017. So that means I was watching the 2014-2015 Final Four teams and just their ability to not only not – only win games and the system and style they're playing but I really enjoyed just their like their style of play and just like I'm a big team guy I'm not really into the whole personal achievement um and so just the way they play with each other you know the swing offense their ability to find guys it was kind of a different guy every night they obviously had stars in Frank Kaminsky and Sam Decker but they had a lot of other guys that um you know did a lot of things for their team and the style of play so I grew up in a, I was going through high school in a time where Wisconsin was definitely the elite standard of the Big Ten. We'll take that. More <laughs> with Brad Davison, uh, super senior with the Wisconsin Badgers basketball program. It is March. We will get to some of that when we come back. We are Inside Wisconsin. Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Cobblestone Creek, the University of Wisconsin Platteville, Mill Home Supper Club, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Roll Tech, and by Miller Lite. Helpful critiques, ideas, great stories, people we should know, the great bar in your town, the fish fry that you want to know, the fish boil, anything that you want to reach out to us with, we are happy, we are here, you can be the inputters, we're here to listen. J.A., I promise to yeah. do some homework, I have found out. Oh, I know what this is, what do you got? Yeah, how much is it for one of everything at Festival Foods, March Madness, Put out the spread. I texted a great friend, Frank, over there at Festival Foods, and I said, Frank, March Madness spread. We want one of everything in the store. What is it? So here's the over-under that Frank set. Hang on. This is, okay. Does this include paper goods, cat litter, or is this Mm -mm. strictly food? This is strictly a human edible in the store at Festival Foods. So we are putting the foods in in Festival Foods. We are literally putting the foods in Festival Foods, and it is the ultimate March Madness spread one of everything from Festival Foods. Frank says there's 40,000 items at Festival Foods. And he said with an average cost of $3.20, he says the over-under is $128,000. One of everything from Festival Foods. And is that like counting grapes as one? Not like a whole oh, bundle of grapes? Could no, be I think it's a bundle. 138. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, an it average cost eggs of or just here's eggs. 128 grand. That is the ultimate March Madness spread from Festival Foods. One of everything over under 128 grand. Man, uh, I'm now coming I to that part. How many carts that's going to take? <laughs> I'm not finding that out. We're not doing that. Yeah, and how many bags? Yeah, a lot of bags. A lot of the plastic yellow bags that say Festival Foods. Uh, good stuff. All right, shopping Festival Foods for March Madness. In a break with our boy Brad Davison from the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team inside Wisconsin top five list time. And in honor of this being our 26th episode, that puts a cap on our first season of Inside yeah. Wisconsin. J.A., I'm curious. For today's top five list, what are your top five moments from our first season on Inside Wisconsin? Well, first off, I'm glad we didn't do our top 26 moments because people always do that. Hey, it's one year, let's do our top 12 moments, one for each yeah. moment. So I have five. I don't know where you are on these. The first one, or actually the fifth one, as we work our way up. Yeah, you uh, taught me that episode, in, C- in episode one. Right. Is your episode with the weather guys? Oh, yeah. And I, I say that only because I got to sit back and just watch the show. I was off, right. which is great, or was in Tokyo or something like that. Yeah, you were in Tokyo. But, but I was able to just sit and watch the you know, watch the show. Number four uh-huh. is the entire Andy North episode because he's yeah. one of my favorite people. He's terrific. Um, as you find out, he he, you know, he's got a little he's got a little influence within the basketball program and people that might be on this show. So there's just Nothing about Andy North that's not great, and having him on early was fantastic. There was a moment in that episode that was one of the uh, the most apple puckering moments for me when I said that he's only had two hole in ones, and yeah. he goes, "Where'd you get that from?" I was like, "Uh-oh, right?" <laughs> Did I piss him off. So uh, yeah, it, well, if he'd won a third U.S. Open, maybe then he'd have a third hole in one. <laughs> sure. Number three, the problem is I couldn't just pick one. So I'm hoping that we'll find just something. But the entire conversation, there were so many moments within the Gorman Thomas oh, man. episode that I don't know whether it's Hank Aaron, whether it's talking about County Stadium, whether it's talking about hunting. There's just there's a there's a lot of Gorman Thomas there. I had a few beers. How about that with Andre the Giant? He saw me. He says, oh, little man, little man, come have one. I've been waiting. And I'm a little sad that there could be so much more Gorman Thomas there than we yeah, could we, use. We can actually have an episode, oh. too, and talk more about Storm and Sauce. Yeah, so Gorman Thomas was, like I said, um, where Andy North was the thing as a whole, Gorman was kind of as a whole, but just I'm not sure which one of those I could pick out of there that just tickled me pink. And wow. as one of the guys that, that I grew up watching, one of my favorites, that, that was sort of my, like, okay, of all the guys – because um, Andy North is eye-opening, but I've gotten to know him as a friend. Sure. Where Gorman Thomas, to me, is I still have a little kind of 12-year-old starstruck Gorman Thomas. There he is. That was fun. Yeah. Number two, obviously, is when Brian Anderson just decided on the show to announce that he's going to retain and stay with the Brewers. I never will leave the Brewers, though, as long as they'll have me. Matter of fact, I just, breaking news, I just signed a multi-year extension with the Brewers um, to stay here. I'm going to have to do fewer games, but... Um, I, I don't want to leave, and as long as they'll have me, I'll, I'll stay wow. part of it. Yeah, big moment for us. Huge. Yeah, I'm down with that. So, and then BA was just he's yeah, funny guy, great storyteller because that's what he does. That's what baseball is. It's three hours of telling a story, and so him, and then him just going, well, I guess I can say it here. I've just resigned with the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little limited. Ball, news. I'm glad to hear. So I, I have that as one of the top moments on the show. I probably just realized what your top moment is going to be. Number one mm-hmm. is 
the first show and having Barry Alvarez on. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. That he discussed his retirement and his kind of plans just before was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that he and I agree on the placement of Joe Thomas on the all-time great Badger list under him is is Joe Thomas is my number five. Is it possible to name four players that might have been better than Joe Thomas? No. Matt, name two players in Wisconsin since you've been there that are better than Joe Thomas. Can't. Speaking of good guys, can you name two players better than Joe Thomas? He's, he could arguably the best lineman that's come through here. Listen, I didn't need the validation of Barry Alvarez to know where Joe Thomas was. Ugh. I'm pretty sure I was right and you were wrong. And you've asked but every single guest on, on there, and that now we have sort of a running gag. I'm all yeah. in. So my top moment, the appearance, the first show of Barry Alvarez, and the fact that Joe Thomas is indeed not the fifth greatest Badger <laughs> of all time under his watch, um, is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> does it? Does it now? <laughs> I don't know when this show is going to end. But when it does, those will be my last words. I already know how we're getting off. (laughs) Joe Thomas is number one. Got it. Got it. Got the memo. There you go. Shut up and sit down. Back on Inside Wisconsin, more with Brad Davison, who is a Big Ten champion at Wisconsin. You guys were picked lower half of the league. Explain to us how it ended up that you got a trophy and you're all bouncing around on the floor with, with the Big Ten title. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, obviously people didn't have very high expectations for us coming into this year because of the talent and the amount of experience that we lost. And we didn't have a whole lot of experience coming back. Um, But as soon as this summer, when we came back for workouts and, um, you know, off-season lifts, we knew the talent that we had. We knew the pieces that we had. We didn't exactly know how the pieces would all fit together and what that puzzle would look like. Um, But we knew that we had the talent. And if we got things clicking and got things all put together – we could compete. And we always say that's, that's the standard of our program. You know, the way we play, the style we play, <clears throat> uh, we're built to compete when we're built to compete to win the big 10. So it all worked out. We won a lot of close games and we continue to get better each and every day. And this is where we are now. Speaking of bouncing around on the court in a celebratory big 10 championship moment, you had, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, an awkward embrace with big cat from Barstool sports <laughs> Do you know Big Cat? Did he have Brad on his belly for a reason just for you? Because you wore uh, part of his outfit there for a minute after the whole celebration. Mm-hmm. What's the scoop there? Yeah, so Big Cat and I, I got we got introduced a couple of years ago when Michigan played at Wisconsin in football. And I actually had the opportunity to show him and the rest of his barstool, uh, barstool buddies around our Camp Randall football facilities. And so I got to give him a tour of the trophy room, the weight room, the practice facilities, Camp Randall. And so that's where kind of our relationship started. Um, and then we just got closer. You know, we got each other's numbers. We text after games every once in a while. And so after we beat Rutgers, I tweeted at him and I said, we'll see you at the Cole Center Tuesday for the Purdue game. And then he, behind the scenes, he worked things out and he got, got to the game. Um, yeah, and I did not, I was not the mastermind behind the face paint and the basketballs here with the bread on the chest. <laughs> um, but I ended up, I ended up wearing that all over my Jersey. So I don't think I'll be able to wear that Jersey the rest of the year, but definitely a pretty legendary moment in the celebration. What did you think when the ball left Chucky's hand against Purdue? Cause it, 
I'm not so sure it, it screamed that's going in when it left his hand. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, personally, I was still in shock that I missed the free throw. Right. Because uh, I had a free throw to kind of make it anticlimactic, end the game, make your two free throws, Brad, and then you win the game. But I think I think that game was meant to turn into an instant classic. That's that's what I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> so you knew, you knew Jaden Ivey was going to make that shot because that's it's March. It always happens. And then Chucky came down, got separation, shot it. And I remember running kind of like with the ball, looking up at the ball as it goes. And then it banked in, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And then everyone was running down the floor, and I was just kind of in shock, taking it all in. Um, But, you know, he says he called bank, but there's absolutely no way he called bank. (laughs) So I didn't bring up the free throws because we want you to feel this is a safe space, that you're good here. That we're not – but long as you brought it up then, and, and now I think everything's free game, how come in the last month, first off, you want to fight everybody at Michigan, and then Nebraska <laughs> crashes into Johnny, and at least you guys showed some restraint, but I felt like you wanted to fight those guys too. Uh, you guys have been a little edgy here the last few weeks. I like it. Oh, it's February. It's March. Now, now you got to be ready to go. Um, no, but it's, it's go time. You know, you're always going to stand up for your teammates and for your coaches and for your brothers. Um, the Michigan, that, I mean, there's obviously no place for that in sport. And that was obviously a very un- unfortunate event. Um, thankfully, nobody was hurt. And thankfully, you know, we all moved on from that. Um, but, yeah, the Nebraska one, that was unfortunate, too, just kind of after the play. Um, but these things happen in games, so we're not going to spend too much time thinking about it. There was a lot of a lot in, in a lot with that Michigan thing. But my favorite moment, and I mentioned this to you the other night when we met, you were hell-bent on singing varsity after that thing. Walk <laughs> us through the melee on the thing. I don't want the details, but, man, yeah. dude, we're singing varsity. Hey, we are singing varsity right now. <laughs> yeah, so I've gotten a lot of flax. I've got a lot of flax, support, whatever you want to say for that. Um, so, basically, after it all happened, the teams were getting separated. Michigan was – their their players were all back inside their locker room, but their coaches were kind of like – huddled up on the corner talking back and forth with different people and the security guards were trying to kick us our players and coaches off of our court and letting Michigan stand on the corner and I was saying like no you're not going to kick us off our court like kick them off our court we're going to stay here we're going to sing varsity we're going to do our normal our normal program where we sing varsity and then we get to go around and shake all the you know the call it the students hands the the um, fans hands and take pictures and those are moments and interactions that I really value and cherish and at that time you know I only had two two home games left after that so that was something that I wanted definitely wanted to take a part in uh, I know everyone in the clip is just let's sing let's sing let's sing uh, but really it's just kind of the principle of you know this is our court we're going to do things our way the way that we're supposed to and they can get off our court <laughs> yeah you rah rah Wisconsin um so you have that experience because you're there and you're in a Cole center. Uh, how much do you enjoy like football season when you're not the focus and you're not the athlete and you can go sit in the stands and just be an idiot and scream for, for those guys. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm a football guy at heart. So I played quarterback in high school, which I'm sure you guys know from the broadcast every game they, they tell everybody. Um, but I'm a football guy at heart. So I love football. A lot of my best buddies from the football team, um, so I love going to football games. I personally don't sit in the student section because I really like to watch it and enjoy it. There's a little too much chaos in the student section. 
those guys, those people aren't necessarily as uh, in tune with the game. Is that, that's what I'll <laughs> say about that. Uh, but so I sit with our recruits or I sit with our coaching staff right there in the first couple rows and I get to take it all in. So I love nothing better than a fall game day in Madison. Hey, Brad, really easy. What are the words on Wisconsin mean to you, man? Man, that's a good question. I would just say pride. Uh, I think there's a couple of words that come to my mind when I think of on Wisconsin and just Wisconsin in general. I think of pride and privilege. You know, I think our fans, we have a lot of pride. And as a player, you want to have a lot of pride for the getting to wear the W each and every day. There it is. And I think of it as a privilege, you know, to represent this university and to wear that jersey and to, to represent our program, but also just, you know, to step onto that coal center floor and you know, to realize that not only do you represent yourself and your family and friends, but you get the opportunity to represent all the alumni that came before you, the people that wore that jersey, and the people, the boosters that give you the opportunity and support you, and then the fans that, you know, kind of live and breathe, um, you know, Badger basketball and Badger sports. Which of those jerseys do you like best? I'm trying to get used to the UW one. I'm not sure I'm sold. We've had – we've wore quite a few jerseys over the last years. My junior year – when we won the Big Ten, we won our last eight games in a row, won at Assembly Hall to win the Big Ten. We had an alternate uniform. It was the white. It was our home uniform. It was a white. We never lost in it. And so I love winning. And so, therefore, that's my favorite jersey I've ever worn here because I still to this day have not lost the game in that jersey. It's white. What does it have? Was it just Wisconsin, Badger? What, what else was on it? I, to picture it? I think it said Badgers. I'm hmm. pretty sure it said Badgers. Okay. Uh, but it was big time. I don't, I don't remember what it said. I just know it won a lot of games. <laughs> so right. you. And since Trevor gave you two words on Wisconsin, I'll give you two. What, what do these words mean to you? Andy North. <laughs> that is my guy. Andy North. He's been, he's been one of my, in all seriousness, he's been one of my best friends here at UW ever since I came on campus. You know, I sit with him on the plane rides after games, before practice, after practice. Um, man, we, it's awesome to have someone in the program that you can go to to talk to about anything. And that's kind of my relationship with Andy. Um, I've gotten really close with him and his family. He's going to be at my wedding in July. You know, the one thing we always say we're going golfing. He's, he's, I don't know if, if I'm ducking it or if he's ducking it. We haven't got on the golf course yet, but that might just to help my golf pride, hopefully maybe not play with him. But, um, man, he's, he's meant so much to me. And just to have someone that, you know, unconditionally loves you and supports you. And him and his whole family have been terrific to my myself and my family. My, my guess is if you haven't won two U.S. Opens, you're ducking him. That's, just my, <laughs> that's my initial appraisal of the situation. He always says if, we, if we're competing, he'll go lefty. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll just stay away from this. <laughs> I, I love that a guy like Andy North takes Brad Davison under his wing. And, Brad, here on Inside Wisconsin in our first season, as this is the last episode of our first season, we've had wow. Coach Guard, Coach Bo Ryan, and Coach Dick Bennett. You were one years old when he went to the Final Four, but we've had all three of those guys on Inside Wisconsin in our first season. I know how much Coach Guard means to you, but just talk about his mentorship with you. You mentioned this in your speech the other night on, on Senior Night. Yeah, like I said, Coach Gard and I, we've gone, we've gone back since eighth grade when he was the first coach that I ever talked to, my first interaction with a college coach. Um, and that relationship just continued to grow from there. And it wasn't a normal 
recruiting relationship where, you know, coaches tell you how good you are and how much they want you. It was, uh, if you want to play at this level, here's are the things that you got to get better at. And as a competitor and as someone that was eager to learn and get better, that struck a chord with me from the very beginning is this is someone that I would want to play for because, you know, he's not going to butter me up and tell me how good I am, but he's going to push me to become the best that I can be. Um, and that's kind of when our relationship has continued to do as I got to college too. Um, and as I've, as I've grown and developed as a player and also kind of worked at the ladder in the program, he's really taken me under his wing as more of a, not really a player coach relationship, but kind of just as a mentor relationship as especially over these last couple of years of when you go through different situations, he'll call me into his office or he'll give me a call on the phone and say, Hey, here's what I'm dealing with. You sure you want to sit in this seat someday? Or this is, these are my thoughts. What do you think about it? Or here are my options. What, what are your thoughts? And just to have someone that's willing to include you and to mentor you and to really support you and take you under his wing um, has meant the world to me because he knows what my goals are and what my aspirations are. Um, and so I can't say enough about how much our relationship has grown over the last four years and especially over this last year with this last season. And I'm all, so thankful for his example and his leadership um, and just for the opportunity that I've had to learn and grow underneath him. And I know even though our player coach relationship is hopefully coming to an end here in like five weeks, five weeks, four <laughs> or five weeks, um, man, I know that's, that's a relationship I'll have for life. So we want to coach uh, when we get done with basketball. When are we done with basketball? Because we graduate. I don't know that, honestly, I don't know that you can be a grad assistant because you've been there seven years and there can't be a thing left in the course catalog you haven't taken. Uh, unless, unless I don't know if you know philosophy or women's study major or something, but, but Wendy, what do you see for your basketball after it's done at Wisconsin? Yes, I, I'm a, I have a little different perspective on the game of basketball than some other people in my position. So growing up, I never had the desire to play basketball at the professional level. My goal was always to compete at college basketball at the highest level, and then I wanted to get into coaching. So the professional basketball opportunity has just kind of become an opportunity over the last couple of years because of our team's success and my individual success here. Um, so I'm going to keep, I keep saying I'm going to keep my hands and heart open to what playing opportunities are there after this year. Um, but my end goal and my passion is still very much in coaching. So given your, your thoughts on, and I'm approaching how you think of basketball and pro basketball. Yes, there could, there's obviously going to be opportunities. How willing are you to kind of chase that? Because some guys go uh, Turkey, Israel, um, France, Italy, and they'll go, they'll chase the little ball around the big ball. H how far are you willing to go to just to see what's out there? Because it seems to me at some point that'd be cool to kind of see the world and play ball too, if you had to, if you couldn't just get in the league. Right. Those are the thoughts that I've been wrestling with and thinking about. And I've been trying to keep it to the wayside and just be present in the moment with these guys right here and the opportunities that we have. But uh, it's already marked. So I got to start thinking about those more and more. Um, and so those are definitely the conversations that I'm having with my family and my fiance. Um, you know, that's the other thing that I that I get the opportunities. I get married in July. Um, so these opportunities are not just and these decisions are not just my decision, but it's both of our decisions. So. Um, I'm not exactly sure my view on that yet. I think that's something that I'm going to continue to think about and pray about as the time comes. But the one thing I do know is that, you know, my end goal isn't to make it to the NBA. My end goal is to become a head basketball coach at the highest level. So um, knowing that, that, that also plays a factor into my 
into my next next year plans as well. All right, we will wrap it up. Oh, go ahead, John. No, we're not wrapping it up. We can't. Okay. I, I, I've got to. I've got to pursue this because I honestly, I'm not watching, um, keeping up with the Davisons. I, I don't know. Tell me, tell me more about this 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 gal because I I don't follow People Magazine and all the trends. <laughs> where 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 would we find her? And, so her and, name, her, yeah, her name is Tyra Bus, and I outkicked my coverage by a long what? shot. <laughs> Uh, she is she's from southern illinois her actually her dad's whole family is from the dells area though so we kind of claim wisconsin dells the second home um but she she played basketball at indiana university um she actually i she won't tell you but i get to brag about her she's the all-time leading scorer of the indiana women's basketball program um and then after she graduated she worked for the big 10 and did uh color commentating for a year and then she got into the coaching ranks and was an assistant coach at Evansville last year and is an assistant coach at Milwaukee this year. Um, so, yeah, I'll kick my coverage. That's that's about as much as I need to say. Um, but we met this during COVID and then got to talking and realized we had a lot of the same morals, values, and beliefs and interests. And then one thing led to another. I bought a pretty nice ring, put it on the put it on the ring finger, and we get married in four months. Golly, I'm a bummer. I'm going to tear up. Uh, just real quick, <laughs> before we go to break, chances, yeah. that, chances that Aaron Rodgers officiates the wedding? Well, we got to get Andy North on the phone and see what see what strings he can totally. pull. Totally. <laughs> well, here's the thing there. Uh, I'm a Vikings fan, so... You suck. I think I'm... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Here's the thing, so... My, uh, so Tyra, she's a pa- she's a Packers fan. Their whole family's a Packers fan. They got me an Aaron Rodgers jersey for Christmas this year. You want to know what they told me? It's my playoff jersey because then I can retire my Vikings jersey because they're tough for the year. <laughs> well, yeah, outstanding. Yeah, it's and, tough. It's tough. Yeah, because if they give you a Kirk Cousins jersey, they'll be like, "This guy, forget it." Do you do the skull? Do you just do the skull cheer and everything like that? <sighs> Oh, come on, I'm Vikings through and through. Dude, you're despicable. Ugh. We really loved you until just now. Like, Wisconsin, man, you were just the thing. And Let's go to break, and then we'll get a different guest for the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, yep, you've been great. <laughs> Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Cobblestone Creek, the University of wisconsin Platteville, Mill Home Supper Club, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Roll Tech, and by Miller Lite. Helpful critiques, ideas, great stories, people we should know, the great bar in your town, the fish fry that you want to know, the fish boil, anything that you want to reach out to us with, we are happy, we are here. You can be the inputters. We're here to listen. John, I don't suspect that you're a country bumpkin in terms of the uh, the old country music scene. However, uh, I think about a country song by my buddy Luke Bryan. Like we're on first name basis, we're not. It says, "I'm going to sit right well, here and his first and last name." But okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to sit right here and drink a beer. And of course, it's a Miller Lite. Did you just tell me that you're friends with Darius Rucker? What? A little, little bit. Yeah, I've gotten to know him a little bit. He came to. Um... This is kind of a John Connecticut. Um, he was playing in Connecticut, and my wife's a very big fan of his. And he was in at the station, and I said, hey, we're going to your concert. And he goes, like, where are you sitting? I said, well, I just, I don't know, we just got tickets. He's like, here, you need to come see me. All right, I'll put your name on the list. So we go, and I put the name on the list as Anderson. Here's a couple of passes. Now we sit up there, and we're watching. 
And, and, and uh, my wife said, that's what these are for. They seem like they should be more. I don't know. So we go explore, we go down an elevator and sure enough, um, we come around the corner, the guy goes, yeah, waves us in. And all of a sudden we come through and he's like, dude, we've been waiting for you. And uh, David Nail, by the way, is the guy who is his opening act. David Nail, country singer, went to Mizzou. He's from, um, <laughs> right, uh, for a time. But, and David's from the Boot Hill. He's down from um, Kennett, Missouri, a little tiny town where Cheryl Crow's from as well. Huh. Cheryl Crow. But also I had a teammate from there. Skip Miller was from Kennett, Missouri. Um his real name was Horton Watkins Miller the third. Damn it, coach! Could you just call me Skip like everybody else? Anyway, so there's all kinds of stuff. But yeah, so I know Darius Rucker a little bit. Like if I could drink beer to country and western music, okay, and then take away the country and western music, I'm having a good day. Now I'm just, now I'm just, just drinking Miller Light. Me and Miller Light, nothing playing yeah. specifically not country. That's. I yeah. guess that's all we need to understand. It is uh, clearly still winter here in Wisconsin, yeah. so make sure to grab a Miller Lite. We suggest watching basketball indoors. A uh, little snow yep. here today. Again, we just cannot get out of this stuff. We're trying. All right, Miller Lite. Great taste. 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com forward slash inside Wisconsin to find delivery options near you, or you can pretty much pick Miller Lite up uh, anywhere. They sell beer. It is indeed Miller time. Celebrate responsibly, Wisconsin. Miller Brewing Company. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Um, I will have a Miller Lite in my hand and somehow have country music queued up just to see what you do. Yeah. We are back inside Wisconsin. Trevor Thomas, John Anderson, and super senior for the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team, Brad Davison. No D. All right. A few for me here, Brad. And then it's lightning round with J.A. Uh, I'm curious. Today, we found out that uh, it's a big day in this whole wedding thing, as we talked about in the last segment. It's Tuxedo Day. You get to pick out your tuxes. So uh, talk us through the plan there, my friend. One o'clock, we're going to Men's Warehouse, and I'm going to follow instructions from my fiance and (laughs) (laughs) and understand what she thinks we'll look good in. And I'll say yes, 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 and we'll be on our way. That's awesome. Uh, last one. We we understand that you're a huge fisherman, right? Uh, I'm certain that this happened because you guys all have like a million lakes over there in Minnesota or something like that. They but have ten thousand. They don't have yeah. a million. They actually counted. There's they, a lot. they have ten thousand. There's ten, and that's it. No more, no less. We Correct. put it on your license plates. Apparently, ten thousand lakes <laughs> on the head. Uh, Give us your best Wisconsin fishing story, though, because you've been here a minute, too, and I know you go out on Lake Mendota. So uh, give us the fishing tale. Where does it fall here in the state of Wisconsin? We fish on Lake Mendota. My, my parents, we bring our, our, our fishing boat a couple weekends in the summer, and we fish on Lake Mendota, and we fish for walleye. So my dad grew up in International Falls, and we have a cabin on Rainy Lake on Stop Island, and it is our own little piece of heaven on earth. But – Wisconsin fishing story. I'm actually going for this summer, and we always try to bring my teammates on the boat. So we'll bring three or four teammates with my parents and myself, and we'll teach them how to fish and try to have them catch their first fish. And we brought um, CV, so Chris Boat, Chris Hodges, and Chucky Hepburn on the boat fishing. And they all have wide spectrum of fishing experience, but the funniest one was Chucky Hepburn. He had never held a fishing pole in his life. I don't know if he'd ever been on a boat in his life. And he came with a snapback hat, a couple of his chains, Jordan fishing shoes, jeans, holding a fishing pole. And he caught his first ever fish. 
And it was one of the funniest experiences of my life <laughs> watching him try to hold the fish and get the fish in. But in all seriousness, we've had some great walleye luck on Lake Mendota. Um, my, my parents are very, my, my dad's unreal at unreal fishing guide, finding the fish. Then my mom always catches the biggest one. So that's our quality time. Our favorite hobby in the Davidson household. That's awesome. You know how I feel about fishing, Trevor. I'm going to let it go. I'm yeah, not you, I, into it. I wasn't you sure like if you fishing? were going to take the bait, but fishing's not a sport. No. Oh, it's a hobby. I don't like anything where the other side doesn't know it's playing. Oh, and that's how I feel about so you. You don't, you don't like hunting either. No. No. no, and I'm not morally against it. I'm just saying, like the fish mm. has no idea. We're having a game, and the fish has no idea he's the opponent. So I'm not. Well, a you're, fish. you're you're giving them the opportunity. They don't know though. To have a meal. No, but they, <laughs> they don't know that's a game. When you when you go over to Mickey's Dairy Bar, you don't anticipate that you're now going to be you know hooked and taken out of there. So it's <laughs> the idea that it's fair, like, fair. A favor, like I'm feeding you. Well, that's fine. Let's go over to Mickey's and see what happens when they pull me out of here. And now I'm, you know, some guys throwing me on a boat deck. You shouldn't have got me started on this. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. By the way, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this marital advice. This is free. You didn't know you were getting this when you were joining. Okay, us. tried and true. So when you get up in the morning, okay, you tell Tyree you love her, mm -hmm. and then at night when you go to bed, just apologize. For everyone, just tell you you're sorry. Doesn't matter what happened. Just, I love you in the morning. I'm sorry at night. You'll be fine. Okay. Deal. Yeah. I've already started right, that practice down. being engaged, so. Right. There you We're go. Good. And the other thing is, it's don't get caught up. Like, they don't know what your stuff costs, and you don't know what their stuff costs. Right? <laughs> She's going to go, $55 for a dozen Titleist? That's stupid. And you're going to go, $55 for a throw pillow? What the hell? How are they <laughs> so don't get, don't get sweat over that. Like, they don't know. Right? How does yeah. they, how is it that this this big a tube of makeup costs this much as my oil change? Doesn't matter. It just does. <laughs> oh. All right, here's my speed round. Uh, <laughs> these are just quick fire away. First off, I had Packers or Vikings. We're going to let that go because we already know that perhaps we, that's going to be a reason that I'm going to have to go crab and hoff on you, and I don't want to fight. Um, <laughs> give me a coach guard saying that you will hear for the rest of your life. Oh. He finishes every speech with play hard, play smart, play together. And then one of our favorite lines that he always says after just about every game, it's a little, it's part it's going to be PG 13, a little explicit. He goes, I try to tell you guys, this league's a bitch. He says it every, <laughs> after every game, win or lose, if it's competitive, that's insane. And we all start laughing. And all these seniors before me, we all laugh every time. Can you do it and sound like him? Oh, is there anybody? Is there anybody there could do the impression of him doing that? Oh, our our whole team does it at different times. <laughs> well, we'll say in the middle of a game, something will happen. The other team will make a run, and Tyler Wall will look at me and be like, "This league's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Give me the best, the best Big Ten road atmosphere. Mackey Arena. Uh, Mackey Arena is, I think, second to none when it comes to atmosphere and just the, the sound. The way it's, like, built, it sounds like birds are chirping up top when people make noise, and you're like, what is going on? Like, it's already <laughs> deafening, and then you just got birds chirping. So that's definitely number one in my book. By the way, how quiet does it get if you win in there? Oh, it got very quiet this year. That's <laughs> for sure. That's the best part of the road venue, when the clock hits zero and it's crickets. 
Uh, give me give me your go-to order if you're over at Mickey's Dairy Bar. I'm a scrambler guy. I'm a scrambler guy, and I can usually finish about three quarters of it, <laughs> and then I and then I roll out of Mickey's. <laughs> Good. Uh, you talked about football. You got best. Why don't you play hockey? You're from Minnesota, for the love of geez. My pops never let me learn how to skate because he didn't want me to play hockey. So from a very young age, I had a basketball basketball in my hand, and I was not allowed on the ice rink. Okay, favorite athlete, but it can't be a basketball player because I hear LeBron too often. Tiger Woods. I'm a golfer at heart. I love golf. Yes. I used to schedule my Sundays around watching him in his red shirt go out there and compete to win. Good. Uh, last movie you saw? Last movie I saw was Creed 2 right before the Rutgers game. Okay. Stephen Crow and I watched Creed 2, and it wasn't because we just played Michigan. It's just because it was on the TV. <laughs> we'll roll with that. We'll roll with that. Yep. Uh, have, have you ever seen a live badger? I don't think so. Okay. Give me a class that you like that you'd take again. I'm in uh, coaching classes right now that are so much fun. And actually what I get to do for my capstone is make a coaching philosophy or coaching principles handbook, basically that I would give to an athletic director if I was interviewing for a position. So huh. it's one of the first assignments that I think will actually, you know, <laughs> follow with me after class. After school. By the way, don't plagiarize the uh, the John Wooden pyramid. People know what that one is. It'll okay, Dale. Smart. Sneak that away. Marid marital advice and coaching advice. No, yeah, well, I'm just <laughs> the Wooden pyramid of success is great. I'm just saying, if you turn that in, people are going to go. I don't know that this is yours. Uh, you know, that's that's what I'm worried about. Uh, who? What teammate do you want to help you take a math test? Matt Ferris. He's now a financial advisor for Wells Fargo. 100. percent He could do my math whenever he wants. Teammate that had the best car. Carter Higginbottom. He drives a nice Porsche, and it's macked out black, and he's he's doing well. What is that? Is that, is that nil money? What the hell? How the hell did that come by? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, his his mom and dad are pretty uh -huh. incredible people, and they Got do a it. lot of great things. Yeah. Plus, and I, I'd ask you, but you, it sounds like you'd buy a boat. Uh, best teammate that can dance. Oh, uh, best teammate that can dance. I'm gonna go with. Carter Higginbottom would be up there, but also we'll give Mike Ballard, Mike Ballard, um, that crown too from two years ago. Good. Uh, how about who can cook? Uh, Chris Boat actually cook, cooks pretty well in this apartment. Um, Good. I love to grill. I'll take the I'll take Grill Master, but that is, some people don't count that as cooking, but I say that's cooking. That's right? a meal. We're eating okay. at the end that's of the day. Cooking. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Deal. Uh, I mean this nicely. It has nothing to do with with what happened in Michigan, but the, the teammate you want in a fight. I was like Coach Grab. Okay. I was, was going to allow you to pass. Uh, <laughs> teammate you had who's the biggest slob? Uh, Chucky Hepburn's locker needs 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 to work. <laughs> We've only just begun with Chucky. Yeah. And then, uh, and then give me give me the teammate you've had that would have uh, and your fiance will understand. Uh, she'll let you pass. Who would who would have been who's the best wingman out there? The best wingman out there would be Tyler Wall. He's the guy you want. Yep. Yep. He's a good wingman for you. All right, one more for me here, Brad, and then we'll let you run because I know Tuxes, I mean, you can't be late for that. That's a big can't deal. Be late for the, no, true. John and I pride ourselves on Inside Wisconsin being all about why the people and not necessarily just what the people. We obviously had to cover your career and so on and so forth, but at the end of your senior night speech, you said something that meant something to me personally, and it said, you know what, guys? The best is yet to come. 
That's actually what I wear on my wrist. That's what this wristband says right here. It's hashtag yet to come. That's mm. my belief. The best is indeed yet to come. I know that you have a wristband that you wear often as well. Is it John 3, verse 30? Yeah. So I have a couple of wristbands that I always wear. Um, so John John 3, John 3, 30, it's one of my favorite verses. It says, he must become greater, I must become less. And so this idea that no matter what we're doing as a man of faith is, you know, keep the ultimate aim and your perspective on Jesus and make him as big as you can and make yourself less. So think about him more, think about yourself less. And then that was another thing with that best is yet to come. It's actually a song that just came out that I've been listening to over and over and over again. And the idea of it is when you have faith, you can live a life of expectancy that the best is always yet to come because you follow a Lord that works out all things on your behalf and says he works all things together for the good um, and that he has a hope and a future for you and plans to prosper you um, and not to have you suffer harm. And so this idea that I've been talking with my family about, but also just our teammates is that we can live a life of expectancy, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what might be going right and what might be going wrong, you know, by faith, we can know and we can dream and we can live in a manner in which the best is always yet to come. Um, so that's just kind of my perspective as we head into March, but also as I head into my, my future, um, I truly believe the best is yet to come and that, you know, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I know it's going to be good because of the author of my story. Amen. That's uh, I love that because that's actually how you've responded to every single text I've ever sent you. It's I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And and I think people can feel that in this interview today. You really do appreciate it, man. We were uh, grateful to talk to you today. Thank you very much. I'm glad. Thankful for the opportunity. You're a good man. I appreciate it. Good luck with the basketball. Good luck with the coaching uh, and good luck with the wedding. That'll be fantastic. Boy, enjoy that day. It, it's, it'll be fantastic. I, you don't actually need me to tell you that, but I, I just want to, the good wishes for that. that. Good for you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Hope to talk again soon. Shut up and sit down. So speaking of dog days in winter, we got to keep the dogs warm, John. And we've teamed up with yeah. American Family Insurance again. It's called Boots for Kids. Do you remember how many pairs of boots your kids went through when they were young? I mean, a lot, right? Yeah, they, yeah, it, it is. Listen, it's imperative, right? And and it's yeah. it, as much as you keep the head cover because you don't want to heat. If your feet get cold, you're just cold. When the Game feet over. feel right, everything, yeah, it's just absolutely the worst. And my son, so they're just down in Arkansas. They have the worst storm they've had in 10 years. His <laughs> boots are obviously up here. Luckily, mom and sister were going to visit with him. And you never saw a kid happier in his life to have his boots back. <laughs> Get the um, boots on the feet. Right, because I got great shoes, Dad, but not only are they not warm, um, they're going to get messy in the snow. Yeah. So, well, and yeah. this time of year especially, kids yep. bust through these things, right? They outgrow them and all yeah. that stuff. There's all mm -hmm. sorts of different, you know, bits and gloves for kids and hats for kids. Yeah. With American Family Insurance and Inside Wisconsin, we want to do a boot drive. So boots Most for kids. Out. Head to InsideWisconsin.com slash AmFam. Check out a participating agent near you and just pick up an extra set of boots. Take them to the agency or ship them to the agency. Amazon is uh, pretty cool with that these days. Yeah, but let's right just off. see if, yeah, we'll drop them off. They'll put them on the front door. Let's just see if we can make sure that any kid in Wisconsin that needs boots here to get through winter has a pair. Go to InsideWisconsin.com slash AmFam. It is Boots for Kids with our friends at American Family Insurance. Good chance. Show some humanity. This is a spot, right? We're not on any side of anything. We're not divisive. Just help kids. Help kids be warm.
Yeah, keep those dogs warm. Maybe they'll hold on for next season. Anyway, get it done. InsideWisconsin.com slash AmFam. Boots for kids. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly with American Family Insurance. I love guys that are salt of the earth guys, and that's who Brad Davison just was. Was he not, J.A., salt of the earth? He is. I like, listen, I like kids. I like that. Like they're, they're, they're a great player, got a great future, has an idea of kind of what he wants to do and how to, yeah. to go about it. But there's just, there's a freshness about him. Uh, and I think that's to some people why they cherish or really enjoy college athletics so much is because you get yeah. kids like that. And he mentioned that you get into pros and now it becomes business. And, and, and no matter how good you are, it, it can become sort of jaded and it becomes a job. And it, I just like kind of the purity of what it is there at that yeah. point. And, and, uh, and I like to think that, gosh, I, you know, I was 22 years old once 23 and it was a great time in my life. And right. so maybe that's just that I'm jealous uh, when I come through, but yeah, what, a, what a special kid. I did not have that head on my shoulders at 22 and 23. I can tell you that much. Uh, good head on his no. shoulders. It'll be fun no. to watch his career. Which, quite frankly, sometimes I'm all right with that. It's okay. I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm like, I learn. Sometimes people know what road they want to take, and the road may wind or whatever, but at least they want to know. And sometimes yeah. it takes us a while, and we'll just, you know, we'll go here and take a turn here, and we'll take it, and it all ends up. Yeah, although sometimes you you know find yourself the road takes you from uh, Green Bay to Missouri to Arizona to Connecticut, but we managed to find our way back home. Amen. You know, here we are. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm pleased about that. So usually at the end of this show, we make time for John Wisconsin, which of course is obviously the best part of the show because it's me talking about <laughs> it. right, right. What could be better than that? So, but we're since it's the end of the first year, and I feel like this is your brainchild, and I've just been along for the ride, and you're in the conductor's seat, and I'm just over here shoveling coal to make sure that the train keeps going. I want yeah. Trevor Wisconsin. I want a Trevor Wisconsin on his first year on Inside Wisconsin. Wow, yeah, it's uh, it has been surreal. Um, I have to constantly remind myself that we co-host this thing. Uh, I. I John, I'm, I I'm talk too much. I get it. Thanks. No, I just I, I'm such a Wisconsin statriot. <laughs> we we talk all the time about this idea of the the people, the stories, and the statriotism of America's Dairyland. I mean, it's an honor to do it with you, Ja. This is clearly your profession, and I'm just trying to chase a passion project. But it it you know maybe the the highlight of if we're going to call it Trevor Wisconsin from yeah. from year one was sitting down and watching the best of episode. Uh, you're right. I do have a lot to do with the behind the scenes stuff over here, but sitting down, I, I didn't touch that show that completely fell on our producer, Craig. Uh, and I, to sit down and watch that and then see all of the names and the faces that we were able to talk to and hear the stories from the people here in the great state of Wisconsin, that was a very surreal moment for me. So if I had to pick one spot of a highlight, it was that where it all kind of came together and it's, uh, it's been humbling. It has been a hell of a year in my personal life, and I could not be more grateful that uh, this thing is completely trucking along. And it's thanks to all of you out there. You you're digging this whole story thing. I mean, it's we try hard not to talk about the statistics, right? It's about the people and their stories, and and uh, you out there here in the state of Wisconsin are really digging this. We could not be more grateful, man. Season two, let's go. It starts that's, next. That's a wrap. All right, Wisconsin. Remember to subscribe here on YouTube, like us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. You'll be excited for season two. We're working hard. There's a whiteboard to my right. 
with a whole list of names that could come to fruition here in season two of Inside Wisconsin. I can't believe it's been a year, J.A. Thanks a lot, my friend. Until next time, for John Anderson, Trevor Thomas, as you were, Wisconsin. Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Cobblestone Creek, the University of Wisconsin Platteville, Mill Home Supper Club, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Roll Tech, and by Miller Lite. Shut up and sit down. <laughs>